transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. This the show! What's up, fish sticks? Where's your tartar sauce? I'm not on. He's on now. Hard on. Hard R. It's your boys here, uh, the nameless bunch. Welcome to whatever the fuck this is. Challenging the play. Challenging the play. With your boys, think one, think two, and think three. Uh, uh. We uh, are at you with another album review. Before we get into that, we'll do the normal things. Anybody been listening to anything that wasn't this record this week? I've got a lot. Then kick it off. Uh, I... Did a deep dive into Bloodhound Gang. Have you guys ever done oh, that? Oh man, I haven't done that since like junior high, high school. I I never had like my one of my first CDs was Cheshire Cat from Blink One Eighty Two, and uh, my mom took it like after two days of having it and playing it and her hearing what the content was. So I never got like that Blink One Eighty Two phase. It I feel like it's scratching that itch so hard. Oh my god, yeah. they're such a good fucking band. They're it's so funny and just so immature at the same time. It's catchy, mm-hmm. even though it's terrible lyrics. It's fucking catchy, like super catchy. They, their last album was out in 2015, and it's good. It's a good, solid fucking pop record. Yeah, I need to check that one out then. Yeah, it's called uh, Hard Off. <laughs> hard R. Hard Off. R. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> outside of that, um, the fucking uh, Dream Widow album that I sent you guys that you probably didn't listen to. Um, I've listened to some of it. Before. Yeah, it's uh, no. Dave, Dave Grohl did uh, a movie, and there's a, a a premise in it where they move into a house to record their latest album, and it's a haunted house. And the last time that anybody was in that house was a like eighties black metal band where the lead singer got possessed I by the devil. I thought you were gonna see Michael Jackson and his victims. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh man, this is gonna get it great. Lo- it looks like the house. The lead singer gets possessed by the devil and then murders his band. And so the same thing happens to Dave Grohl. So the band's name was uh Dream Widow and he, Dave Grohl thought that adding to the lore of the movie would it would be a good idea to make an album for this eighties black metal thrash you're in big band. trouble now, pal. It fucking rips. Nice. It rips. It's like if uh, Alice in Chains fucked Slayer. Wow. It's great. I, I think it usually goes the other way around. Yeah, Slayer fucked wow. Alice in Chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some pegging sure. going on in that situation. Hard. Oh, before we get on to uh, any further pegging stuff, um, big RIP and shout out to uh, Trevor from Black Dahlia. Uh, since the last time we've all been congregated, he has passed. Uh, we're all big fans of Black Dahlia Murder and all have d- a deep, I would say, embedded memories of yeah. Trevor and Brad yep. and the rest of the band in our fucking heads. Several shows b- going to, listening to Unhallowed and trying to understand what this type of music was in Shh. fucking high school. And yeah. then obsessing over Miasma. And, uh, yeah. It I remember the day Jasper gave me Deflorate <laughs> to listen to. Oh, yeah. oh man. Which, uh, was Shannon was on the drums for that one, I think was his name. Is that yeah. the Abigail Williams drummer? He's big redhead boy. Yeah. He's got a big red no, beard. No, I'm thinking yeah. of like this Norwegian dude. Oh, yeah. looks oh, he was the guitar player that started playing on that album for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was a great record. Deflorate yeah. was a 
fire album. Yeah. Up until then, I just knew Trevor as like the like Cookie Monster sometimes, and then I originally thought there's two different singers when I heard that. I was like, there's no way that that's the same guys making those two different noises for sure. It's like my probably my favorite scream in all of metal. Like when he does his his lows high and low together, just. Fucking brutal. The first band I tried to like scream along to, recorded it on my phone and played it back, and went, "Why the fuck do I sound so terrible? Why, why don't I sound like this guy?" Because it's a 2007 <laughs> fucking Razor flip phone. Yeah, you're giving uh, me a lot of credit. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what phone you had back then. Um, what what about? I mean, that and Steely Dan. I've been listening to Bloodhound Gang, Steely Dan, Dream Widow. That's literally about it. I've been like scrolling through all kinds of shit. Was building a playlist for. Under further review. So nice. Digging through tons Shout of Shout out to uh, our big papa company, Old Heart Radio. Thank you for letting us be a subsidiary. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks I for knowing about this, too. Ahead <laughs> <laughs> of time in advance. Uh, fuck, there's something else. Shit, I have, I have to look. Oh, yeah. It's like that band Steak Sauce Mustache. Josh yeah. I Sh- should, we be talking about, should we be talking about that? I, I did Me? listen to it. I, I went through Is it. Is that but the, the album that you're talking about? Yeah. Doing next? Okay. Yeah. I saw that band open for Horse the Band when oh, I saw no them shit. years oh. ago. It was like one of the most entertaining shows. And right they just on. dropped a new one. Yeah. I think yeah. it's appropriate to. No, I agree. It reminded me of the Callous Dowboys. It was like a, it was good spaz core. Calm Trues. Uh. <laughs> Callous Dowboys. <laughs> Callous Dowboys. They're fire. I found that band in Grown. Yeah, I was, that, that was, was pretty great. Good. It reminded me of, uh, you know, Hardcore's Finest from the South, like just good Louisiana. I think <laughs> their uh, profile on Spotify just says Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> just the opposite. Yeah, just, I think yeah, But it's still country. <laughs> Idaho's country. Yeah, I've been listening to pretty much the same old stuff. Lennon's been sick for the last week with a fever. Oliver but, Tree. Uh, yeah, uh, normal Oliver Tree. I, I've been falling asleep to fucking Pawn Stars. Like, oh. it, it's a problem. <laughs> It's a, it's a real problem. It's a good show. No, I, I I feel like I'm turning into a 50, 60-year-old man at this point. I'm like, no. Get it out of the but, way now. Uh, I turned on the new Kendrick Lamar album uh, right when Jasper got home. People are freaking out about it. Uh, I listened to the first four songs, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I got, I don't know, 14 more to go. But so far, I do not like any of them. I the second song after the first song untitled is called N95. I'm like, dude. <sighs> yeah. All right. Might as well just call the song COVID. We went through COVID. <laughs> yeah. Everybody had COVID. Sad, sad, clap, clap, not anger, anger, pop, pop. COVID. No, no gang. Yeah, yeah. So there's a two minute Kendrick Lamar diss. Yeesh. Uh, I'm pissed now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, I guess, get it. Everybody uh, has their shit handy. So the album that we did. did this week, it's been one week. So the album that we did this week <coughs> is by a band called Soul Glow, and uh, the album is called Diaspora Problems. Does anybody know what Diaspora Problems means? The dispersion of Jewish people he beyond Israel. He has it up on a fucking tab. Uh, I gotta look up every time we look, uh, look at an it. album because I never fucking know Get what any of it means. <laughs> I had to research this next bit, man. So band members, Gigi Guerra, who's the bass player. He does vocals. Uh, he do, He's also the recording engineer. He recorded all of this shit in a fucking, like... Yeah, he's, like, the, the head name on the band, but yep. nice. he's not, not the vocalist, so... No, not the Jordan. Main one. Jordan uh, Pierce Jordan is the vocalist. He's the main boy. He's writing all the poetry you're going to hear. Ruben Polo is on guitar, who I'm 
familiar with is a bass player from a band called Jank that I was really in like in love with for a while, and then their drummer, uh, baby boy T.J. Stevenson. And uh, holy shit, initial takes. I'll let everybody go before mine. Oh, my fucking God. I'm so glad you went into this blind, man. Yeah, I need to do this more often, just not know what the <laughs> fuck I'm going to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, did not know they were on Epitaph Records, did not know anything that they are kind of punk. So I, I expected anything from, I don't know, a rough Beach Boys to Every Time I Die, but I got something in far left field from all of that. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, essentially, yeah, with the no expect expectations coming in, I didn't know how many albums were, what the singer was going to sound like, but after the first song, I was just like, oh, okay, this is not what he's going to sound like. Or he's not going to change his voice at all throughout this whole album. It's like he's going to sound like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries throughout the entire time. <laughs> it's like, that's what I heard. And then over those awesome fucking chuggy bass lines, dude. Just like, yeah, this is fucking Donnie. There you go. It's <laughs> Flea going at it right now. Uh, and yeah, I, I didn't realize they were black. And so they started dropping the N bomb. I'm like, man, these are some bold Philadelphia fuckers. <laughs> like, <laughs> just picturing it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> just full blackface, Lethal Weapon 7. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's yeah, it's produced super well. The drums, guitars, bass, and then the, the vocals even had a, like, a range too from the rap to like a, just anything with a raspy style. Like the, uh, It sounded really good, but. If you're not into punk, if you're not into uh, hardcore or screaming, uh, it's yeah, this is not your album or even new metal. Like for sure, th- there's some yeah. there's some new metal parts. You're right, you're right. There's some yeah, some stuff in there. I think that's coming back into play. And uh, yeah. I don't know some suicidal tendencies, recent genres, a little bit of corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I I yeah, that comes for up sure. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for awesome. Sure. Jasper, what do you got? Me? I mean, think one, sorry. Think <laughs> one. <laughs> That's Dr. Piss to you. <laughs> I liked, like, right away, was just, like, I loved it. 10 out of 10. Thought it was great. Like, <laughs> who gonna beat my ass? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You had showed me them before. Like, I think you had a song from Songs to Eat at the Sun. Yeah, Masked Up. Yeah, for sure. It was really good. That That's the perfect song to catch somebody's attention. <laughs> I'm like, uh... <laughs> Is it, is it me? Like <laughs> the hard R at the end of the song really sells it, because <laughs> that forces you to like, what did I just ingest? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great, and just like how eclectic it is, and like mm-hmm. I for like the last couple of years have been trying to like make surf black metal, and they just like go right into it a few times, casual shit, super casual, and, like definitely. I don't know. I guess it seems like it's a trend in punk rock, or just like. I don't know, harder music in general to be so eclectic and make more like uh, sweet style music, like the way Glow On is. Like you guys, yeah. like mentioning the new metal in it, I almost like missed that. Now, like thinking about it, it's like, yeah, fuck. Now, Turnstile has a lot of new metal in them, too. It, yeah, it really. A like, lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird resurgent. They grew up with new metal bands just like we did. Yeah. I mean, Turnstile is just as close to Limp Biscuit as like Limp Biscuit is to Limp Biscuit. That's. It, yeah, when I first heard like Lil Wan, yeah, I was like, it's at the drive-in meets Limp Biscuit. I called them the new <laughs> Offspring. Yeah, just because of the way their vocalist sounds, especially live. <laughs> yeah, but this yeah. is much different. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's super different. It, but it's, it's it's fucking awesome. Fucking heavy. I was so so into it, and then at a certain point after listening to it a lot, 
like maybe I wasn't in the right mood, but it was just like I don't want to listen to this, and I skipped out on it for a handful of days. For sure. Like I'd put it on at work and I get through two songs and be like, ah, uh, now nah, something else. Gotta put something else on. But then today it like kicked back for me. So I think it's just a it's a mood type of album for me. For sure. But yeah, you get that sort of feel from the beginning of the album to the end of the album. There's there was a couple of tracks I felt like okay, I'm ready to take a break too. But I. I had been anticipating this record, uh, been a fan since Songs to Eat at the Sun. Uh, I found them randomly because of Ruben, <coughs> uh, their guitar player. He was, Like I mentioned earlier, he's a bass player in a band that I used to really like, Jank. And uh, so I wanted to check in on him and see what he was doing. I was hoping he was doing good, and sure as shit, he was just making fucking next-level punk rock music with his friends. And uh, I... I'm all about punk music. I really enjoy punk music, and it took me a minute to like mature back into it because there's a time and when you're a musician early on in life, uh, you hear like Metallica and it's awesome, and then you hear like the Casualties and it's even better, and you you keep going with punk music, but then you hear stuff that progresses past it. You get to Rush, you get to fucking King Diamond, you get to the stuff that like progresses past it and is more challenging to you mentally, and you kind of overlook the simplicity and amazingness of punk. Did you mean King Crimson? No, I meant King Diamond. I've never heard of King Diamond. Oh, oh shit. We should probably we should probably change that. Uh, King yeah. Diamond is a staple. King Diamond uh, invented the kiss look. King Diamond invented corpse paint. King Diamond invented yeah. the way Judas Priest sings. King Diamond is like the OG. Holy fuck, where the fuck have I been? Yeah, he's he's a niche thing, man. If you don't gotcha. like his, he's fucking annoying after a minute. You can only it hear sounds his like voice. The David Bowie's like alter ego or something. Yeah, just uh, the satanic version. Black, <laughs> black metal Bowie. <laughs> so, I was I was anticipating this record when it came out. It exceeded all my expectations. Like I I listened to um, the the previous song, the previous albums or EPs that they put out. I, I can't name all of them, but uh, "Song Seed at the Sun" is one of them. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, they're all fantastic. I highly recommend you and uh, listen to them. On every single one of these releases, they don't do just punk music. There's always like a rap track. There's always like a a weird yeah. horn section somewhere. Um, and and this album really fucking pushed those things. I I fell in love with it, and it's one of those records that I've listened to every day for I don't know like three weeks now. I listened to it tw- Damn, good. probably like two or three times today. Uh, probably two or three times yesterday. Uh, there's not a song on it that I get tired of. There's not a song on it oh I skip. Yeah. There are songs that I will repeat multiple times because I need to hear that. But, I mean, we'll get to that later. But I fell in love with this record. Did anyone hear like, Showbread? Do you remember the band Showbread? Yeah, do I remember? I, I, I Yeah, I love Showbread. And, yeah, of course, raw rock, I, I that got, genre. I almost forgot about them. I had to look up Yeesh. Tooth and Nail Records. Yeah. And, like, what band am I thinking of this sounds like? I just went showbread. through the list of dead bands. And, yeah, like, this sounds like a fucking <laughs> Showbread song, two of them, yeah. but way better produced. It's because Showbread, uh, one of their screamers was black, so you're racist. No, I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't mention any <laughs> no. of the. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. The, the colors you. Uh, yeah, I, I burn my bread. Leave me alone. <laughs> Showbread rules. Uh, I'm a big fan of Showbread. They are still to this day a band that I look to for like artistic inspiration. They're a good band, even though they're Christian or whatever. They're still good. Yeah, they. I think they've been disbanded. I'm not sure for how long. Yeah, they. I think That's they actually just recently. Uh, I don't know. Who, I, they played some dates. 
but I don't think they got back together. They played some like Christian festival dates, but that's oh, it. there's like a resurgence of all this old stuff that we listened yeah. to. Yeah, Hunter Rose back, all yeah. that shit. Everybody's fucking coming back now. It's a big deal. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going through the uh, old uh, taking back Sundays back. My Chemical Romance just dropped a song twelve hours ago. Yeah, first man. song in four, if not fourteen years, but it can't be fourteen years. Is it fourteen years? It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, so I think care. it's been 2014 like or 15. Everything yeah. is coming back right now. But uh, yeah, just looking at the old tooth and nail, like just rosters, like holy shit! Like there's a lot of stuff that reminds me of this, like in, including some of the new metal shit. Like it, it, it was weird. I'm like, is if you is it technically new metal since he's black? Like, it, yeah. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like Skindred. Skindred's yeah. new metal. They're still like, Pop I don't think they like tour as much, but they're they like huge yep. where they are, like wherever yeah. the UK. Their bass player and I, uh, their bass player and I play the same bass. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, different colors, same bass. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of the stars. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's the same thing we can say about new metal. Then, it's like different colors, same bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still feel the no matter what. Uh, there were some counterpoints like whenever i have a good thing going in my head i can always counteract that like if you're coming outside of this from liking this musical genre the whole album except for two songs is going to sound the same exactly like how i looked at time skiffs where it's like i'm not into this therefore it all sounds the same i feel like somebody could easily do that to this record except it gets to dripponomics and then my ass (laughs) starts shaking yeah (laughs) yeah both of those and even uh uh, what is it? Uh, the thumb sucker, the ska thumb sucker, yeah. that random horn part. <laughs> like, okay, I'm fucking digging this. I'm playing Tony Hawk. I'm playing the first Tony Hawk, and I'm getting down. I, yeah, this whole album reminded me of just being at an old Warp tour that sounded really good. Like, yeah. Usually, you listen to this type of stuff, and the production value just isn't there. And this made me feel like I wanted to go mosh. Yeah. I wanted to throw myself into a wall. Yeah. Kudos excitement. to Epitaph. Definitely kudos to Epitaph for fucking pulling that mastering through. Cause yeah. It was recorded yeah. in a fucking basement, like a, er, the, a, a bottom of an unfinished warehouse. It, yeah, it was all done by this bass player that is relatively new. Yeah. And listening to their old stuff, like he he did a real upgrade. He yeah. did a real yeah. upgrade on yeah. everything. He, and they've been working on this since 2020, so it's like it's been a grip. And so uh, I, whatever they did, it fucking worked. Yeah, it definitely shows. Yeah, I, I like finding a band that I like, but I also like that I found them at this time because if I knew about them before they put out this uh, this record, I probably would have just just shrugged it off like it was yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was uh, this yeah. was dope. I was kind of thinking about that too earlier. Like if I had this band when I was fourteen, oh, I would have yeah. been like the worst kid. I oh feel yeah, like. either the worst kid or the like coolest. It was like, oh, you don't know about this? Yeah. Shh. Yep. <laughs> it it makes me want to just uh like that scene in SpongeBob uh when he's protesting the Krusty Krab and he's just like we will dismember this establishment board by board and he just starts <laughs> ripping up the floorboards. All the floorboards are ripped up. <laughs> I feel like it just barred. like the way that Rancid and Pennywise and No Effects got to me. Not that I'm saying I enjoy those bands now, especially No Effects, but like. Uh, the way that I was influenced by them heavily, if I would have had this amount of influence being directed mm-hmm. at me, I would have been a terrible fucking child. <laughs> yeah. Like an anarchist. I would have had dreadlocks <laughs> way younger. Yeah. Probably a good thing I was like 17 or 18 when I heard the casualties. 
So oh. I've been really into punk my whole life. And uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh, this is hardcore punk. Like, this is what it is. That, when I was 14, I like, was so into the casualties. I had their T-shirts and everything, man. The casualties were awesome. Uh, before we get into favorite tracks, should we do a uh, word from our sponsors? We do have a special sponsor today. Hey. We really do. And this is one that uh, hits close to home, right? Because we're all, we're all nervous. We're all anxious. These are unprecedented times, you know. And sometimes you got to give in to compulsions just to make yourself feel better. And uh, what if you had... What's, what's a compulsion? Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. So this is a product that I use every day. And let me tell you, it works. All day, there are people are asking me, Mr. Piss, what's your secret to staying terminally chill in these unprecedented times? My secret is the McGraw Wonder Straw. This patent miracle combines the soothing mindlessness of a fidget spinner with the hydrating properties of your favorite water. And you're probably asking, hey, Dr. Piss, is this some kind of bottle, a cup, a highly sought-after chalice? But this, this is where the product gets fun. It's custom made to your taste. You choose the vessel that houses this unique lifesaver. It's a fidget spinner that's attached to a Rube Goldberg machine that moves water through a straw right into your happy mouth. And you get to customize the looks of it, man. Burners coast to coast will be je- green with jealous envy when you're sipping at the height of steampunk fashion. Now, I recommend using the McGraw Wonder Straw with the Alpha 2.0 Max Hydration Water for platinum tier concentration. The McGraw Wonder Straw, ease your nerves. Uh, Jasper, let me ask you about something. Uh, do these come in different coatings? Are they all? Are they brass? Are they pewter? Are they? Are they silver? Ha, ha. Uh, are there different types? You can put it in whatever you want. Whatever I want. I get a brass a, one. A copper. Copper. Do you want uh, a nice rustic mason jar? Do you want a Viking horn? Do you want a neon LED red solo cup? It's fit to you. It's how it's however you want it. That sounds like a dream. It I I is. can't I can't imagine drinking without being entertained ever again. It's so relaxing. You just move your hands. You don't have to think about anything else. You can just. Healthily relax. This sounds like it's going to change the game. Yep. It's, I'm so stoned. I, all I can do is stare at it. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I feel I'm like out of here. this is a game changer, guys. If you uh, if you want to get in on the ground floor of a game-changing product, I suggest now is the time to buy because these are going to go. Yeah. These aren't going to be around forever. Yeah, I was on a six-month waiting list just to get Jesus. mine. Jesus. Yeah. A relatively new product in already six months. I only got the 12-ounce model. Yeesh. There's 32, 64. What? Yeah, I cannot wait for the new butt plug model that's going to come out. It'll be very exciting <laughs> as I lay in bed. <laughs> an enema fidget spinner? Well, yeah, yeah. You're telling me they're coming out with an enema fidget spinner? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, My mind is <laughs> fucking blown. It's going to be yeah with uh, surgical grade uh, silicone and um, hey. it's, yeah, it'll be uh, dishwasher safe. I hope. Um, I haven't looked into that part. <laughs> okay. Okay. All it's right. uh, it's it's gonna have some creases, so I hope it's uh, gonna need to be in the dishwasher. Right. Most butts have <laughs> creases, um, so it's okay. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Uh, favorite tracks? What do we got? Uh, <laughs> I have got two of them. Uh, Coming correct is cheaper. Big fan of that one. I believe that's uh, track number two. It is. And then Drippanomics, which I Drippanomics is legit. Yeah, yeah. that song. Uh, it reminded me of when Boo. Did the song on their second record, and he's like, "Times are worse. That's coming to an end." You know that one. You know that boo song. 
that the one Boo song where he's like, times are at the end. Uh, times are coming to an end. Prepare for the, the worst. Blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, reminded me of that. Uh, I, I really like that song. I also love aggressive hip-hop to the max. I'm not familiar with uh, much of it at all. It says the... Right over my head. So, oh! Wow, death grips because I was in the Zach Hill. I think some of the only other aggressive, aggressive hip hop I know that all that well was like uh, the Transplants. Oh wow, <laughs> he just pooped so hard on <laughs> on things. Ghostman, he's aggressive hip hop. <laughs> horror, they're aggressive hip hop. Oh yeah, 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 you know horror. I know you know yeah, who they I are. Know horror, I know him personally. Yeah, nice guys. Yeah. Nice, Lil Booth and uh, Yeti Bones are their names. Lil Booth. Oh, that's such a good name. But if you were a rapper, what would you Lil Lil Booth. You know, like little telephone booth. Man, I uh, I had the, the last half of that uh Rice Krispie treat you brought. So I'm just oh, like yeah. <laughs> my brain is like melting halfway through a conversation. It's like, oh shit, look at my notes. I got <laughs> stuff here. Uh what do you got for favorites favorite tracks? Uh, my favorite was the things I carry. The things I carry was yeah. yeah I struggled. I struggled between. There's three songs in a row that there's uh, some heavy blast beats on that one. Yeah, uh, like, wah, 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 just like the black metal in it. Ah, kind of reminded me of Comeback it. Kid a little bit at times because it had like the longer screams rather than like the really fast. Like Dude, I heard raps. anal cunt so many times. <laughs> like, I heard I heard a refined, progressed, matured anal cunt. Or at least the idea of that band, where it's like you can just blast and play nothing and be gross. It's fine. Yeah, just thrash out. Yeah, just don't do heroin and le- try to legalize rape and shit. <laughs> Anal cunt's terrible. Don't listen to them. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite track, Emma? Winners don't use drugs. Oh, man. There, there's a couple of them that I wrote a, a bunch about. Uh, yeah, the, get into it. Well, the first one like that caught me was obviously Gold Chain Punk. Like, who gonna be my who ass? Who gonna be my <laughs> ass? I, I was fucking turning that up in the car. Like, yeah! I'm so glad you said that. Yeah! Dude, it's such a good, like, pump-up song. Yeah. It's so good. Who gonna beat my ass? Uh, but yeah, the fucked up of true was another good one too. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of slide down, yeah, punk chugs. Uh, just made me want to just do a jump into a, uh, into a circle pit. Uh, growls, blast beats. It, yeah, that song had pretty much fucking everything. And then, Legit. of course, uh, yeah, Drippinomics. Uh, the the yeah. last song, the last couple songs too were fucking sweet. Uh, God bless y'all, real good. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. God damn it! Yeah, it yeah. It, it, it was like genty, uh, metalcore, thrashy. The death metal vocals that are in that song. It sounds like the asshole from Death Heaven. It's just like this got this. <laughs> kind of, that's when I, I I started to notice the new metal like uh, showing up in there. I'm like, what the f- is it? Yeah. Is this new metal technically? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. And then them just leaving on like a, a solid rap, like a rap track where they have a beat. Uh, made by their own instruments with a spiritual level of gang shit. Yeah. God, yeah. That, yeah, that was fucking a perfect way to end the album. A, they have the best song titles. Yeah. Uh, oh, honestly. yes, dude. <laughs> they yeah. really do. Album titles, too. Songs to Yeet at the Sun. Yeah. Like, and then their album before that, the EP before that, is also a fire-ass name. I encourage me you to go look me, it up. Yeah. Me. Yep. That's the one. Big words. Big, big words. Yeah, their stylizing is just incredible. The way uh, they do all of it, it's like makes like a whole package like it's good music to listen to and like as you like consume it it's entertaining on other levels oh yeah i wrote uh, cool. 
Did you guys try to read the lyrics? I didn't know what was going yeah. on at all. Yeah, like, I did. Whatsoever. I read, <laughs> I read quite a bit of them. Um, a lot of it is like very self-aware. Um, one of my favorite lyrics was like, and I'm I'm gonna paraphrase it just because it's specifically worded, and this motherfucker's so smart. But it just equates to like, um, we were raised by parents who were taught wrong about the system and how we live and now here we are them having perpetuated this stupid shitty cycle and we have to tell them that the future they worked for is trash like sorry that's what we're doing or like um a lot of quick shit too like just because you're friends of my friends doesn't mean we're friends shit like that um he talks about amon taylor uh, Aubrey. He talks about uh, 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 African Americans who were murdered by cops. Oh, Amon Arbery. Amon Arbery, thank you. Yeah. Amon Arbery. Um, and, a, and a couple other people multiple times. He talks, one of my other favorite lines is, uh, I can't find the whole thing, but he's like, he's living on Juice World Pop Smoke time. What? Oh, I get it. That's deep. And he's very aware of it, so he's just like trying to get through it as fast as possible. He's just trying to deliver the goods right now, like as fast as he fucking can. So he's on a lot of benzos, huh? I don't know if he does drugs. I don't know if any of them do drugs. They smoke weed for sure. I don't know. Some like those album covers definitely look like drug kits, and like there's a lot of like references to heroin paraphernalia, like stuff to tie up with, or like a random like sort of bag Mm -hmm. or shit, like in all those old collages. There's they seem like they would not be a yeah a straight edge band. But well, how crazy the fucking vocals are! Like, I don't think. Yeah. He's great. I love pterodactyl vocals. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, Knocked Loose is like the easiest example. Mm-hmm. Or um, Ca- Cameron from uh, Arsonist Get All the Girls. Oh, uh, That's my favorite <laughs> one of all time. He's the best pterodactyl. Um, and Pierce Jordan uh, is very fucking close in that realm of mm-hmm. like hitting that perfect pterodactyl. And then his black metal when he goes low. It's pretty fucking good, too. They had a bunch of different singers I saw in there in the songs. They I did. Didn't. They had a lot of features. Yeah. yeah. I Which didn't is recognize any of them, but they all they all were cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought so, too. They fucking slayed. I thought that uh, I wrote this shit down because I thought it was so important. Uh, it's impossible not to feel something while listening to this record. Uh, true and beautiful anger shines through uh, on all of their songs. They know how to break up per, uh, the perceived monotony with random horn sections that fucking work, rap songs that fucking work, random black metal parts. Whatever the fuck that last song, the, the the last song just sounds like a B-side from Korn's album "Follow the Leader," <laughs> and it still <laughs> fucking works. Like ev- everything on this record was just either I don't know if these were huge leaps for these guys because it sounds like they've just sounded like this the entire time, but like they're huge leaps for normal people, which makes me feel like I'm fucking in the dust. <laughs> like these guys are on another level of just. I feel like the. Learning how to produce and engineer your own like music is a huge, huge skill that is underrated now. Rather than trying to find somebody else, oh, I've got stuff I could kind of do. I just need someone to perfect it. Like, no, yeah. you can figure out how to do it yourself. You just got to take the time to do it. And it's like learning how to twitch. You just got to read some instruction manuals and go through it a couple times, and then just work at it, and, and then you got it. Like it's the nu- it's the musician's Twitch is just learning yeah. how to fucking engineer. You can actually shit. be on Twitch with your like music and mm-hmm. stuff now. I've Kenny Beats does it all the time, bro. I've been yeah. Shout out Kenny Beats. There we know like he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kenny. I think there's only one moment where some of that like 
doesn't work so well. And like it's the between Dripponomics and five years mm-hmm. and my family, like the little like shoegaze post rock thing they do. Is oh, like, where, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little too disjointed and doesn't. It is uh, weird. It's super out of place. Yeah, You're right. Like Every time it catches me because I expect it to go into something else yeah. and then it goes into that song. And then I believe that's the song that ends with the the monologue. Yeah, I think it, there's a couple of them that do. There's the female monologue, and then there's the male monologue. I think John Jay is the one that ends with like the other one, okay. the other monologue. Yeah, yeah. I normally really like that sort of like transition stuff, but there's something about it that just didn't fit quite right. Like, like uh, trying to capture a shoegaze or like dreamy, but not quite capturing it and keeping it more like a punk rock mixtape. I never yeah. got outside a punk rock mixtape feel. Not that that's bad. But it's yeah. it not like listening to Glow On where you're invoking like Sonic Youth records in your fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is just, it's way more intense than Glow On. Like it does that. Oh, like yeah. I don't want to, com- I don't want to keep comparing it to that. It. But like uh, underneath an umbrella, they are closer to each other than, well, fuck. This might be closer to Slipknot than it is to fucking Turnstile. I, yeah, I would have to say yeah, closer to Slipknot. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, a lot of the new metal well, stuff. Yeah, um, a Turnstile is pu- the Beach Boys of punk rock. As, yeah, <laughs> I guess I wasn't thinking so much of musical style, but more in like structure and yeah, like no. the approach they're taking to an album or whatever. Well, you know me and my fucking Dewey Decimal system of genre. <laughs> they had some cool <laughs> stuff with the pedals too that I noticed. Uh, that oh, their guitar player rips, their bass player rips, mm-hmm. their yeah. drummer fucking rips. The the bass tone where it has like the heavy chug oh, going Gigi's over everything. Bass tone. Fucking yeah, it is amazing. Yep. There's uh, multiple songs where it's just him starting it, and then the song like he's the intro for a couple of these songs. And then like just the transitions or bridges between stuff, uh, the, the guitarist would like have some sort of crazy like climbing effect go on on his guitar, and then everything else would kind of be yep. steady going. Yeah, no, he uh, does get crazy with his pedals for sure, mm-hmm. and just the way that his amps are mic'd too. Like this is one of those rare records. And talking about it, uh, the album I want to compare it to is totally different, but it, it captures the same concept. You listening to it, you feel like you're in the room with the band. Yeah, you can hear like the you're room. At the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, like you're at the show, but it's g- it's mixed perfect, mm-hmm. and you can hear everything clearly, and it like everything is falling into place. Everything is where it should be. Um, like Fear Before the March of Flames has an album called The Always Open Mouth, and that oh, yeah. that album is like. Th- this for me, but ra- it has higher production value. Um, but this one has intentionally specific production value that I think merits. It, it, it makes everything better. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of noise going on, but it's controlled oh, noise. And it's, it's so very, good. very, very controlled. Ah, this, yeah, I do love like the production on this. Like the, I don't know, just sets it off. Mm-hmm. Like it's the opposite of Ken. Yep. Like I hate a kid, <laughs> I hate a kid because of the production, but this is like right there, dude. <laughs> just produced totally. enough. Yeah, I yeah, gave it a sure. nine out of ten on this because I was I was so impressed yeah. coming in. I the, gave the it band. a nine out of ten too. That's nine nine nine. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I got some. Hold on, we have some stuff. We got fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> so for fans of, I probably should have read this earlier. So if you haven't heard this record and you're thinking about it and we've made like, we've made an argument to listen to it cause we're all rock hard right now. I guarantee <laughs> you every single one of us has a full chub. Uh, this is for fans of Saul Williams horror. If you're unfamiliar with the band horror, it is stylized H O nine, nine Oh nine. Uh, the band bad brains, uh, the blood brothers, the locust, which oh, are a little yeah. bit like the blood brothers. 
And then uh, DOA, if you're familiar with the the punk band, yeah, the DOA, lo- the Locust and Broad Brothers. I, yeah, I think that was what, that was reminding me of what show uh, showbread. showbread. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, that, yeah, it's dope as fuck. In the know, people in the know these days call it spazcore. Spazcore instead of mathcore. Yeah. Like, yeah, they did spaz-core. have different time signatures yeah. in there too, no, for sure. But it was very fluid. I didn't notice it the first run no, through because it's more yeah. violent than mathcore. <laughs> <laughs> way more violent. Uh, it sounds like Bam Margera waking up his parents. I thought that was a good one. Sounds like Bam Margera waking up his parents. Okay. Sounds like uh, it sounds like Dillinger escape plan uh, on heroin. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. No, like, d- the Dillinger, uh, the Dillinger reference is real yeah. for sure. It's Dillinger that I can palette because, like, as <laughs> yes, much as like I yes. want to like the Dillinger escape plan, like I just it's I'll get like two songs in and the like, werewolf. Yeah, pan, like I saw Panasonic Youth, and like when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is gonna be my Ooh. new favorite band, and then it was just like because ah, it says Panasonic Youth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was like sixteen or seventeen, like, yeah. yeah, which I knew it wasn't going to, and like no. on paper, I should love that band. Their Ben Wyman is an amazing guitar player. Uh, Liam, their bass player, is fucking incredible. They are awesome. I think Liam... Yeah, no, Liam. He's in a band called Crotus. Or sc- sc- uh, yeah, cro- cro- Crocus? Crotus? Whatever. Scrotum. It's definitely anyway, not Crocus. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> a way different band. Crocus, Mocus, suck no, my uh, tocus. Thrice covers one of their songs. Oh. Yeah, on the earth. Thrice has been sucking lately. I li- tried to listen to the new album. Since 2008, Thrice has sucked. Okay. Dude, Vinicius was a go- dog shit album. Major, minor, I fucking loved. Vinicius is like my favorite record by them outside of the Alchemy Index. God damn it, no. I love God damn it. I love the album after that, the one the one with Beggars on it. What's it called? Um, Major, minor? Yeah, Major, minor. That album yeah. rips. That's like, that is good, but I wish they would have always just sounded like Vinicius. I don't give a fuck about Thrice. <laughs> <laughs> Artist in the ambulance. Yeah, that's the most annoying song they have. Besides, like, no, no, the album. The, sun. the album. Oh, whatever. I didn't have that phase. And then there's Deadbolt. It's a good oh old. Oh my gosh! Right, screamo. <laughs> so uh, I gave it nine out of ten. Andrew Breitbart's Bright Burts. <laughs> nine out of ten. Andrew Bright Burts. Uh, I gave it. Uh, yeah, nine out of ten. Hard R's. <laughs> I'm gonna give it nine out of ten Jesus candles because of the album cover. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, for sure. This is this is a fire record. Yeah, it's my, great. I've got a final summation. Final summation. When digging in crates for old punk when it was good and in its heyday, diaspora problems holds that torch very high and unapologetically, fitting in cohesively within the current lineup of game-changing musical bands like Idols, The Armed, Horror, and even Ghostmane and Death Grips. Soul Glow are not only a force to be reckoned with, but are picking a fight with you right now. This record is amazing. Read the lyrics. If you're wondering how to support a movement bigger than yourself, then buy this fucking record and listen to it. It will... We're not worthy! We're not worthy! It fucking challenges you. It picks a fight with you. Fucking who gonna beat my ass? Yeah, yeah, we Oh, it's like the best. If I was just rollerblading home dun, dun, and some guy just screamed dun, the f word at me, dun, dun, dun. and I had that playing in my headphones, whoo! Yeah, I'm gonna rollerblade over his face. Fuck yeah! Beat somebody with my heel on my shoe. Yeah. It is. It's empowering, isn't it? Just like oh, you want to rage and at first, hear it. at first I like thought that it was homosexual. <laughs> I, Who's like, gonna pound my ass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then no, that's not that's not what I meant. I mean, oh. like who's <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Sorry. Who's gonna Who's gonna beat me up in a good like uh like a guy in a suit walking down an alleyway and he sees gangsters and he pays them three hundred dollars for them to beat him up and then he like gets a hard on about it. Oh. <laughs> not the take that I had. Yeah. yeah I don't know why I, I have my that. Head went there. I feel like my uh, that's a classic situation in my head for some reason. I don't know what movie I watched <laughs> as a child that implanted that, but in my head that's like a normal thing. It's <laughs> just there's guys in suits going down alleyways all the time. Just getting erections off dudes beating them up. Isn't that like a fucking Barrier Dead music video? <laughs> Imperial Triumphant? Isn't like um, they have one kind of similar yeah. to that? Those like similar. stock market bros? Yeah, Disfiguring the Goddess or something like that. It just I sounds like hate m- that song. Like a Men I in love Black Nightmare. Men it's in like Black? It's like, I'm not an alien. Quit fucking pounding me. <laughs> this That gun hurts. That's uh, not your gun, sir. Uh, uh, you sound like my girlfriend. Oh, boy. All right. Don't, don't rape your girlfriend tonight, Jerry. All right, boys and girls, rape cannot exist in a consensual relationship. It's DJ Piz, DJ Fuckface, and DJ Shit for Brains signing off for Mold Brain Radio. Oh, boy. It's been an episode of Challenging the Play. We are a subsidiary of Old Heart Records, Old Heart Radio, and all of their other companies that they own. Pay me. Oh, there's two of them. Amen. Bitch! I love you! God bless you, hot dogs. Love you guys.